Good morning. I got a new microphone today, so hopefully it works. And the people who regularly watch my show are actually like one of them is here. So, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the lead live. I'm Louis Amoskoy. First off, let's get to business on some things. The lead is brought to you by Pint and Plow Brewing Company here in Kerrville, Texas. They're closed today, so don't come in here. Texas Hill Country Advisors, Gilbert and Andrew, watching my Monday nights. K-Pub, safe, reliable, and yours, trustworthy, honest, and good financial planning. Peterson Health. And finally, Kerr County Abstract and Title Company, Kim Clarkson and her mom. This is the lead live. Got a great show for you today. I have Hughes here. They're not related, but they're they're that we know of, right? But they're here. Uh, we'll talk to them here in a second. Uh, a couple of no- news and notes from yesterday. Uh, look, I mean, when you can call yourself Papa, right, and you have seventeen grandchildren, you've lived a pretty good life. Unfortunately. 60 is far too uh, young to die. Uh, and that's what happened, unfortunately, with Dennis Nelson Keller, simply known as Papa, or Uncle Den, I guess. Um, and he was the victim of this, this crash that was out on the freeway on Thursday night, most likely due to the weather. It was a big rig that uh, somehow slid down. And, you know, you can see there was a mess. So, uh, but a sad story there that uh, here's a man that had uh, three daughters, two stepsons, and 17 grandchildren. And then they didn't even bother to count all the great-grandchildren because probably a lot. So, um, a man who had some deep meaning for his family. A uh, 41-year member of the Kerrville Apostolic Church where he will be, uh, where he will be uh, viewed today. And then there will be a service tonight. So, that was our number one story yesterday on the lead, uh, his, uh, his obituary. I, I always, you know, I always find it fascinating when you see, you know, these people, you think to yourself, like, I enjoy my grandkids, you know, this is where this is where you get to different stages in your life. Like, I look forward to seeing them. I don't get to see them that often because they're living in Virginia. But but I know like Brenda gets to see hers all the time, you Every know, whether day. she wants to or not. Right. You know, so I mean, but I enjoy it. And um, it's one of the best roles you can have. And so when uh, someone's life is cut short like that. I think what a 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 disappointment for all those kids. But it sounds like they'll have a good memory of him, you know, being you know, Papa. We'll always remember Papa. So there you go. Uh, so condolences to the family, and uh, you know, just one that uh, we I wish we didn't have to talk about. Encouraging news on the uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, we continue to see downward trends everywhere we look which is good news, finally. Maybe we're through Omicron. It's still a lot of cases, folks, but uh, 20, 20 people hospitalized at Peterson, which is down from 27 uh, over the weekend. Um, so that's good news there. The city council will meet tonight. Uh, we had Mindy Wendley on the show yesterday talking a little bit about, well, talking for an hour, not a little bit, about an hour, of talking about the public safety building. And the public safety building will be on the discussion um, for the council tonight to call a general obligation bond for May 7th. Uh, the building would be, and there was some confusion on this too, I guess. And I want to make clear that everyone knows that. Look, here's this is going to pay for, right? It's going to pay for the police department to have a new headquarters, the fire administration headquarters, which is not that it's not. We're not going to have some kind of super 
Paw Patrol, Firehouse kind of thing, right? We're, we're, that's, we have fire stations all over town here. What we're gonna have is we're 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 gonna put we're gonna we're gonna contain the fire uh, chief and his guys and for training as well because we're renting a crappy little office for them now and it's just not a good good situation. So uh, Mindy was on the show yesterday talking about this bond issue. As soon as the the roll call vote is is taken, which we expect a five zero vote on. Um, we will see what happens. Uh, Mindy and, and the political action committee that has been formed out of the committee that made the presentation to the, uh, the city council initially and looked at this whole thing and came up with the, the price tag, which is $45 million, 69,000 square feet. Uh, it, it, it will, they will begin to work on that. So, again, it's going to be police station, fire administration, municipal court, information technology, and the emergency operations center. Mm-hmm. And then a hardened, fortified space in the middle of it. And, oh, by the way, oh, by the way, there's more. It's like, a, it's like an infomercial. There's more. The uh, more is that they're going to have uh, a, like a safe space, right, for e-commerce, for custody, custodial sort of transfer. So if you are in a divorce and you want some place to take your kids where they can, everyone can feel safe, you can do it there. Um, this, was a, this was an implementation um, at, the, at the urging, and I think it's really smart, on the part of Chief McCall, yeah. uh, the police chief. So there you go. That's tonight. There's also a bunch of other stuff. There's, there'll be a, a budget amendment because, one, the city of Kerrville is red hot when it comes to taking in sales tax. And, two, they're going to give out raises possibly to city employees. Two, two types of raises, a 5% COLA raise and then a market adjustment. So Brenda Hughes, we'll, we'll ask her about that here in a minute. Um, okay, look, here's the deal. Uh... I, I, I'm telling you, the political discourse in this country right now is just out of control. And if you, if you happen to go to the Republican Party's uh, gala last night, Republican women of Kirk County, and I grant them, I give them credit for putting this thing on last night. But I'm telling you, folks, it's not a good look. It's not a good look when you have three people get up there for talking about the state Senate, and one of them is like slinging insults the entire time. You know, calling, calling fellow, fellow Republicans spineless and... Uh, you know, gutless, and then basically saying that his he was defrauded out of a seat for the U.S. House uh, against another Republican. You know, and so I don't I don't get it. I don't get that. I don't get the the. And then you had um, it was so weird. Like Andy Murr, who is like deeply conservative. You know, who was you know basically part of Texas. You know, political royalty. His grandfather was the governor of the state of Texas, Coke Stevenson. Uh, it was basically depicted as a communist, you know, or a Democrat. I don't know which one's worse in that in this sort this sort of thinking. So I don't understand this, and I feel like uh, uh, the comedian Lewis Black always said it best about the Democrats and the Republicans. He says the Democrats are the party of no ideas, and Republicans are the party of bad ideas. Or that when the Republicans had a chance to get Bill Clinton, you know, for whatever he was he was doing, they took they took the gun out and turned it on themselves and shot themselves in the face. That's what last night felt like. It's like, look, guys, you know, this is pretty much it's pretty much you're going to win. All right. But the process of getting there is so nasty. Like, I don't know how anybody can sit through it. I couldn't sit through all of it last night. It was hard to watch. There was no substantive conversation about stuff. And when they did, it turned into like, okay, like so there was four things, right? Property taxes, the border. um, And I don't think those things are really that big. 
quite frankly. I think property taxes are a real problem. And you notice that none of them had a, a solution. Right. There was three of them had three of them talked about you know property taxes. Oh, they're bad. Like, well, so should you, what if we get rid of them tomorrow? Well, that's bad, you know, because there's no they have, don't have any idea ideas, right? Well, there's a consumption tax. Is that going to actually fund all of this as well? The only one that had really sort of substantive ideas about it was Lamar Lewis, who was a school teacher um, from a retired school teacher from <coughs> um, Temple, and and he had some you know interesting ideas about that. He says, look, we got to stop these unfunded mandates. This is why we are here today discussing. The bond issues for the county was that the county's got an unfunded mandate uh, on juries, right? And they have to pay for all these things to improve uh, the courthouse, and there's no money from the state to do it. So, you know, property tax are going to have to be raised at the local level to pay for these things, right? But there's no solution from these guys in the room how to fix that, right? So, you know, oh, well, there's a good, there's like well, Paul Ray's, like, there's a few ideas out there. Well, why don't you talk about them? Instead of calling people spineless and gutless and, you know, sissies. You know, I know that you're in the army or whatever the hell it was. But, I mean, you, you know, have some ideas. Have some courage. But that's not what we saw last night. We saw we just saw attack, 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 attack. Um, you know, I, when I look at Texas, I think to myself, you have big issues here. You have big issues here with growth and development. You have big issues with water. You have big issues with um, how do you maintain uh, a diverse – and you have a, you have a growing diversity – uh, in your metropolitan areas. And you basically are going to build a super city. Um, you know, I thought Los Angeles was going to be big, but you think about this. In the next 35 to 40 years, you know, Houston, San Antonio, Austin, Dallas will basically be one gigantic super city right in the middle of America. And what does that look like? And how do you manage that? How do you govern that? You know, um, I don't know. So these are the big issues out there. Transportation is a big issue. Uh, how do you pay for things? I mean, uh, these are the things I think about. Especially when I drive from San Antonio, which has got, like, crap strung up over the road and everything, you know? Like, can you, can you at least put some stop signals in places that are, like, mounted? Coming out to Kerrville is actually pleasant because it's actually sort of normal here. So, anyway, that was enough of that. Um, and then uh, we had another human smuggling case. The good news is that the drivers of these smuggling guys are really bad. The bad news is that because they're so bad, they present a public safety threat, a, 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 a health threat. And Sheriff Letho, as usual, said, look, this is just ridiculous. This is cruel. You jam 16 people into a car on a Thursday night when it's like four degrees outside and you're like driving like a maniac on the freeway. Perfect. That could have been really bad. And unfortunately, someone saw this and they said, OK, enough of you. And uh, the, sh the sheriff's office swept in with the DPS and they got these guys off the road. They arrested a guy named I guess his name is Missel Jesus Santiago Hernandez, 22. He's booked into Kirk County Jail. 16 counts of human uh, sm uh, smuggling. Uh, he's being held on $440,000 in bonds. There you go. Yesterday, the people that are here with me today, um, they were at the Kirk County Commissioner's Court, which is always entertaining. I, I love the juxtaposition between the Kirk County Commissioner's Court and the city, city hall. It's like 21st century, 18th century, <laughs> you know, as far as, like, you know, stuff goes um but i think the county we have a county judge named rob kelly who gets it um chris hughes is here and in no relate way are you are you related to the hughes barbecue empire <laughs> you're related to the hughes uh game well you kind of you're kind of by the way you're kind of in the food uh -huh. deal right <laughs> yeah you know so you probably could talk about 
you and Buzzy Hughes could probably share some some recipes, wouldn't you think? I, I think it'd be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> would you like to get? Would you like to take like you know some of your you know the, the meat you processed into over to Buzzy's and have him like you know smoke it for you or? Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, tell me, uh, Chris, give us, your, give us your background again. Tell sure. us. You told me a little bit before the show, but I want to hear it again. Yeah. So I mean, I I grew up here. Yeah. Uh, my 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 family moved out here uh, in the in the early '80s. And uh, my dad started Broken Arrow Ranch, which is a wild game meat company. And the, the quick pitch on that is it's, we work with uh, ranches around the state that have too many deer, too many antelope. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go out to those ranches with a shooter, skinner, mobile processing unit, and a government meat inspector, uh, drive around the ranch, field harvesting deer, which I, I can say here in the Texas Hill Country, that means we shoot them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna plug my ears yeah, right now. Exactly. Yeah, for the for the animal lady. <laughs> right. Um, but it's all it's it's the most humane way to harvest yes. these to harvest mm-hmm. these animals. Right. Um, you know, I, one of the things I've said is there's a lot of great organic, humane meat that's being produced out mm-hmm. there, and their tagline is that these animals have one bad day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the way we operate. Those animals don't even know they've had a bad day. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, right. they're just out in the field, and then the next moment, they're not. Right. But anyway, we 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 harvest the animals out in the field, no stress, very humane. Uh, but it also produces high quality meat, uh, which we then process and ship to restaurants and individuals all over the country. Um, I ran across a really unfortunate video the other day. Speaking of uh, humanely processing animals. Uh, of and this is something Brenda, I don't know, maybe there's something because you have a very exotic background, but it looked like it was in Indonesia, yeah, <laughs> uh, and it was crocodile farming, and they get these crocodiles with a certain length and then they harvest them. It was just and like and that's a deal. I mean, I guess the fried crocodiles uh, as a delect as a, in fact, I drove by um, yesterday. I was driving by. I don't think it was. I guess it was Papa Do's yesterday in San Antonio, and they had you know fried alligator bites was on their menu. So. Well, uh, yeah, not not a deal, huh? I know. All I know uh, is we have a huge, giant sea turtle from Indonesia, uh-huh. stuffed with newspaper right. and straw, and it looks like a giant cockroach that my mother had hanging on our wall. Oh my the entire gosh! Every time I was gro- growing up, and then she gifted it to Buzzy. For his man's room. And Buzzy probably loved it, right? He loves it. I'd oh like to God. bury it in the yard, but he's got it in his <laughs> man's room. That's crazy. And it's huge. Uh, also from Indonesia. Yeah. <clears throat> um, isn't there things like, just totally aside here, you, may, you, you st- <laughs> got me thinking about something. There's things our parents have, like they, they're really happy with, and you look at it and you're like, mm, right. Yeah, yeah, no. That's going to go right, and that's going right to the goodwill, mom. <laughs> so. We tell it to my we tell it to my mom all the time. My, uh, my, my brothers and I are with with her like just to make her mad. We do two things. One, we, we hit each other in the chest as hard as we can, and we're like old now. Like right? I'm fifty, <laughs> right? My brothers are forty five and forty nine, and we hit each other like like we're like ten uh, in front of her because it makes her makes her mad. But then we would tell ourselves like you know all this big furniture you have, it's going, it's going. When you when you're out, we ain't taking it with us. So. All this big stuff you got? No. This entertainment center? Not happening. So. You already have your own furniture. I know. I already. I don't need all this crap. It's going. What's going away? Is <laughs> we're going to call the estate sale people. Uh, okay. So Chris, you're here, uh, and 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 
and so Broken Arrow is just a, a cool operation. It sounds like. I mean, like keeps you busy. Yeah, it does. Uh, and you know, I I graduated from Ingram, went off in the wild world for about about ten years, <laughs> ten years or so. That seems uh, to be the story, right? Yeah. Ten years in the wild world, and then back back decided, to decided to come back here because it's a great place. Yeah. Um, but it is. It's Did you know that at the time though, when you were at Ingram? Like when oh, you were no. in high school, you're like, no. get me out of here, right? No, not at all. Absolutely. You want to you get out. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I always thought it was an interesting business. Yeah. Um, but I didn't I didn't have any idea what I wanted to do. Right. Um, but went out, and then as I started, you know, started having kids and um, just trying to decide where I wanted to spend spend my life. I mean, this this is a beautiful area, a beautiful spot. Finding a job can be a challenge right. for, yeah. for young people, mm-hmm. and uh, at least one that will support you. And... Mm-hmm. As I explored options, uh, the ability to come back and work with Broken Arrow Ranch was was a great opportunity. So I, I grabbed hold of it and moved back here nice. in 05 and never regretted it. Um, and then you got roped into this thing by Don Harris, is that right? Uh, no, actually by Judge Kelly. Judge Kelly. Oh, Judge right. Kelly ro- roped you into this deal. <laughs> what did he say to you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where do we start? Let's see. He said, we've got this project um, where... We're getting together some some you know citizens, citizens and people, yeah. right. and we want you to take a look. We, you know, county's got a lot of facilities issues that that need to be looked at. We want you to come take a look at it. Um, we want you to develop some solutions, and it's probably going to wind up uh, where we're going to have to have a bond. I mean, even from the very beginning, right. we knew going into this that we were going to need to issue a bond right. or have a, a bond for a vote. Um, to, to graze the capital to pay for these projects. And the whole thing ought to take about six months. And that was three years ago. That was in October yeah. of right. 2019. <laughs> so so you get asked this, like it's going to be a six-month job, right. and it turns out being a three-year job. Three-year mm-hmm. job. Yeah. But, I mean, it sounds like the way Brenda has positioned it to me and others as well, that this has been, uh, you know, you guys have worked closely together. Uh, did you know everybody on the committee before and, uh, the, and just so we know the committee is fred hennecke former county judge p Caldron, works over the state hospital mm-hmm. who's like everywhere mm-hmm. um bobby templeton bobby templeton who's the superintendent in ingram and then you two and so then yes and then peter lewis is our um guiding architect, architect. Uh, gu- guiding focus on yeah. that yes so so going back to this though i mean it was like how, how does this committee work together how, what's it like Oh, it's a great committee, uh, and, and, I, and we kind of knew each other peripherally, but I wouldn't say we, uh, we, we knew. I mean, some people had relationships before, mm-hmm. but uh, not, not everybody. Right. Um, I, I think it works really well together. We have a lot of different backgrounds and ideas. We each kind of represent different parts of the county. We right. come in with kind of different focuses and passions. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of respect, I think, between all of the committee right. members yeah. uh, of the ideas. Um, I don't. We've never really had... You know, we've had discussions about what one direction to go mm-hmm. to another, and, and, and maybe I would call it a disagreement. Right. Um, you know, but but probably not, the nothing biggest hard. It would it would be more of like you know, well, that's a good option. Yeah. This is also a good option. Right. There's good pros and cons on both sides. I just some someone sides on sides A, someone sides on side B, and uh, probably the biggest disagreement that we had over the course of three years was Judge Kelly wanting a 10-year plan, <laughs> and Pete Calderon mm-hmm. saying, no, it's got to be 30. Yeah. It's yeah. got to be 30. Right. Yeah. Well, it turned into 30. 30. Yeah. So Why did Pete? Why was Pete so adamant about that? He just wanted to see, you know, he wanted to well, get, it, uh, get, it, get in front of it, you think? or 
Yeah, I think he basically said, if we're going to do this, let's do this. Right. And it's it's foolish. The 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 solutions that we're solving um, did not develop over ten years. Right. You know, a right. lot of the solutions we're solving developed over thirty years. Right. And so why? And we've patched and patched and patched and patched. And and ten year, a ten year solution is basically. A, a better patch. Yeah. Yes. And, he's, and we said, we're going we're gonna to try to resolve. If we're going to do this, let's resolve these problems. And frankly, the, the cost between the 10-year solution and the 30-year solution is, is, is not going to be all that much. And, right. and you were assigned specifically sort of to look at the idea around, you know, the complex around Earl Garrett, the, the, the county courthouse. Um, what was your sort of – preconceived notion about the needs and then your and then the, the eye-opening part of it <laughs> two-part question there. yeah well in in general so we we were all we were all tasked with all of the different projects between mm-hmm. six different projects throughout this uh this bond issue um but we we've all kind of just fo- we were assigned one particular area to just kind of focus in on and dive in onto the details mine being the, the earl garrett campus and right and the the rationale behind it is real straightforward it's not optional mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know the, the reason this is happening is because you mentioned earlier there's an unfunded state mandate mm-hmm. that says we've got to expand our jury room from from an eight-person jury room to a 12-person jury room the only place that can go is into the court uh, the, the tax office. tax office mm-hmm. so the tax office the, the jury has to expand the tax office has to move so what are you going to do you know, whether this is paid for in a bond or paid for somewhere, some other way, it's it's going to happen. Right. Um, and we, we talked about this this project turning into a three-year project. I think it really worked out for the best mm-hmm. um, because we were able to go out there, really identify these problems, see see some of the needs, and we had some ideas. We had some 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 ideas and mm-hmm. some solutions. But in six months' time, you really haven't ironed out all the yeah, details. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, we're moving forward COVID hit that just put everything on pause but what that really allowed us to do was get some foundations in place so we could really get some rock solid plans and rock solid Mm -hmm. solutions and and what the county did in that time period um, was we worked through identified some properties and county purchased three different properties they purchased almost 20 acres um, inside the city limits. Inside the, yep, inside the city limits. I mean, did, he did, I mean, Judge Kelly did a lot of smart things with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he used every tool that he had he in, really did. in his toolbox. One of them was what's what's the name of the, the tax the, anticipation notes, right? So yeah. he used those to kind of buy. Mm-hmm land around Earl Garrett um, at 0.75 percent interest right so with inflation we're making money right right. I mean yeah so (laughs) yeah so I mean it's 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 a it's a good deal I mean he got he got some good deals out of that um and so now he's positioned the county to grow because one of the one of the things I think you know even he said it to me is like well that courthouse was built like like 1920 when we had 5,000 people in the county right it's not really designed in fact we got I had not really experienced the courthouse that much. Um, one, I find the county to be con- incredibly efficient myself, right? Like, you go to the tax office, you pay your stuff, bam, bam, you're out of there, right? Um, I love it. And then we had a – my wife had to get a passport, so we went up to take care of the, the district clerk's office. I'd never been upstairs mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And, you know, it's like – go here and you're around there and right. you know it's like what the heck 
And so, but it's it, it's incredibly efficient, but it's just not really designed for the kind of growth that you can see. I mean, like if you get like three people in that district clerk office, right. it's going to be crowded in there. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they, the 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 county has done a really really good job of making do with what they've got. Yeah, and um, it's like we we talked yesterday. Um, county staff, mm -hmm. if 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 they were in the private sector. Th their working conditions would not be acceptable. Right. No. And, and they so have it good at the, uh, the courthouse office. If you, if you work in Ingram, <laughs> yeah. right, it, it, it's like, uh, welcome, you know, right? Yeah. So. Well, you, I mean, you asked earlier about what was some of the eye-popping. You know, yeah. Yes. And we, we took the tour, and right off the bat, I said, you know, what are these issues? We, right. we toured all the facilities, all the, all the departments, and – Frankly, it was embarrassing. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, some, yeah. of, some of the conditions that, that these facilities are in, um, just there, there's leaking roofs. Uh, there's there's five people sharing a desk. Right. Uh, like I said, if this was private sector yeah. facilities, you would you wouldn't have a workforce. Telephone exchanges in the bathroom someplace, right? <laughs> That's yeah. the IT building. Is and it, uh, and you know the other part of this is ADA compliance. Yeah. Right. And in, in, in this litigious world. You know, we're just a lawsuit bomb waiting mm -hmm. to explode right. on, exactly. on some of these facilities. Right. But the um, the tax office um, moving is really really kind of helps. It's the best story out there, by the way. Though it, it, it's just yeah. delicious. Well, yeah, and it's 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 <laughs> it, it's it's a it's a solution that solves a lot of other problems right. that you didn't even necessarily necessarily know. But so, the fact that the fact that it's going to a church is just awesome. Yeah, yeah you know? exactly. I think we should always em employ a Matthew out there. All right. You know, yeah, exactly. People as they come in. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I saw Bob Breeze one day and I was joking with him. I said, "You're moving into a you're moving into a church. That's awesome." He's, yeah. And he's like, "No, no, you need to." He said, "Don't like he was like don't jinx it for us yeah. <laughs> because we had to pass this thing first. That's you know? right. He That's under, true. He understands yeah, it. True. You know? yeah. yeah, this is not a done deal. All right. Um, but if you could get behind the scenes, yeah, um, there in that courthouse and look behind, you know, where all those girls are sitting there, yeah. uh, taking care of your registration. If you got back there uh, and and actually looked at how bad it really is yeah. for them, you'd be." Um, well, horrified. Yeah. Yeah. Move, moving that tax office does a couple of things. I mean, yes. number one, it, it, it makes the tax office more convenient. Mm -hmm. you know, so, you, so you're now, mm -hmm. you, you've got a place where you can park right next to it instead of having to you know, park a distance away right. and, and, and trudge through. It's got the drive-through option, which everybody seems to like. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it also moves a lot of non-judicial traffic out of the courthouse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that, that helps improve courthouse security. Uh, in that world, and then the other part of this is IT. Yeah. Um, I mean, the IT department for the county is in a literal closet over yeah, there. Yeah, that's embarrassing. And yeah, I mean, look, look at the world we're in today. Mm -hmm. I mean, how yeah. important is right. IT? Uh, how important was IT before COVID? Oh, I know. How much more important is it after COVID? Yeah. It, it it is the future, and that department. Is in like an eight by ten <laughs> <Yeah>. room. <laughs> we've not got a, not acceptable. We've got to have yeah. a, a strong IT department for our county to function, and we've, we've got to give them those resources. The um, you know the, the IT stuff too. You know, is it, it's it, it it it's a problem not only for the county but for the city as well. That's part of the conversation that we're having. You know, tonight will be about you know IT and put, where to put it. it. Is a critically important part of it. One. 
you know, you don't want to have it in a closet. You don't want to have, you want to have it in a secure facility. You want to have, you want to have, I mean, that's something, I mean, what kind of professionals are you going to attract in the future? Like, oh, by the way, uh, this is your office in there. Uh, it used to be the, the toilet, but we, you know, we took it out. So, I mean, that's what kind of what we're dealing with here. And you look at the, at the ransomware attacks, all the other things that have happened with, with, uh, you know, IT, basically municipal and, and county um, governments being attacked with this kind of stuff. It's possibly because we haven't paid enough attention to those things in the first place. Yeah. So it's a really critical one. My other concern is, um, I really should ask the judges, but I'll, I'll throw this at you guys too. Is when, when If you move the tax office, one of the convenient things about having the tax office in the courthouse now is that you have deputies there mm -hmm. full time. Uh, is there a security plan in place for that tax office as part of this deal? Or will they have a deputy there? Do we know that? Because uh, I was in there one day. I was actually was interviewing Bob Breeze about election security. And there was a guy who was, like, having a meltdown. Mm -hmm. And Bob told me, he goes, uh, well, this has become, like, a regular thing for us now, you know, versus where, you know, people just come in. Like, I look at it, and I'm like, oh, woohoo, you know. <laughs> there's right. nobody in line. And but there's one guy who's having a bad day. Yeah. Uh, who thinks like his world is over because he didn't take care of his registration. You know? Yeah, I mean, and that was a concern brought up mm -hmm. um, early on in, in the planning process. Yeah. And throughout this, we've been working with the sheriff's department mm -hmm. on, about security concerns. And so I, I believe the plan is there is a space out there for uh, a deputy to be present. Uh, and the other part of it is, I mean, it's, it's one block away from the courthouse. Yeah. Uh, so if there is, is an, a problem, if there yeah. is an issue, you know, yeah. as, as a quick reactionary force, there, it, it's yeah. not like you're going across town. You can run there in a minute. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because that, that's <laughs> my concern was that, um, you know, that, that seems like to be a good, a good thing to have is not to have is to have somebody that's close by because you just never know. Well, there's you know? too, there's too much money that mo most moves through that department. Yeah. There, there, yeah. There's, there's going to be security right. as a part of that facility right. plan. Yeah, because I just, I, I just, I see that behavioral stuff all the time. I'm like, you know, golly, you know, it's like, come on, guys, let's get over it. I understand it, but I, 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 I it, it bothers me. Uh, by the way, just real quick here, as an aside, um, I gotta ask this question because it's being demanded of me. Uh -oh. <laughs> ask Chris uh -oh. <laughs> for his wild boar pozzoli recipe. It is awesome. <laughs> is that is that a thing? Is that true? Sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's All on right. the website. Okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. We'll have a look at that up. Okay. So what's next in this process here for you guys? Um, what 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 what's going to happen next? Well, we just just yesterday. Uh, How did that go, by the way? I, I think yeah. it went pretty well. Went, yeah, it went um, great. I got some feedback last night um, from some of the. Um, people who were at that meeting and at last night's forum and they they all had great things to say about what they saw oh really mm-hmm okay so, uh, so we presented details for those of we presented details to the commissioner's court right yesterday including um, uh, cost mm -hmm. and and one of the great things that this three-year process has allowed us to do is mm -hmm. get actual costs actual mm -hmm. solutions right you know these are these are really shovel ready projects yeah if you will. so these go, are, ahead, go ahead and, and and what's that saying that you have that your mother oh yeah so my, my one of my mom's uh favorite quotes was uh what is it a, a, a goal without a plan is just a wish a goal without a plan is just a wish right yeah. there you go yeah, yeah. right and yeah. so 
So we've been <laughs> focused had on the goals. Quip, yeah, yeah kind of had the quip that uh, you know we, we were not the uh, capital improvement wishing committee. Right. right. We were the capital improvement <laughs> planning committee. And mm -hmm. So so by being able to to have the county that, that, that that's acquired this land. Yeah. Um, they've, they've put together some solid foundations for us to say this is going this will go here this yeah. will go yeah. there this will go there if the bond is approved and you get real numbers instead of just conceptual numbers because mm -hmm. it's not like a it's not like there's a deal here where you say you know there's not there's not like pie in the sky stuff and I remember Bobby Templin was here and he said made it clear he's like look this Ingram Annex building mm -hmm. is not going to be fancy it's functional right. yeah but right. it's 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 it, dramatically better than what we're going to have currently. Right, you know, and so. and the good thing is that there's going to be law enforcement presence there as yeah, well, which right. is directly, it's going to be located directly across the street from the high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, where... where uh, and across the street from Stonehead, so in case there's some kind of <laughs> attempt at human sacrifice, <laughs> yeah, it can be there exactly, as well. So. Exactly. Well, we do have yeah. the eclipse coming up. Right, yeah, yeah you never yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, here's the recipe, uh, Broken Arrow Ranch, uh, Wild Pork <laughs> Pozzoli, uh, for those of you who are wondering. It sounds really great. I will say this, though, um, that anything that has poblano chilies in it is going to be good. So yeah. Yeah. there you go. Uh, and there's there's a th look at this website. This thing is fabulous. This is one of the best websites in town. Look at this thing. <laughs> I mean, look at all the recipes they have: venison, wild boar, quail, lamb, offal. Is that what it is? Yep. Sauces, stocks, rubs, cooking tips. All there you go. All things you need to know. A question I had for you, yep. Chris, is: do I had heard that you ship internationally. Do you? Do we you still we don't. Do it's just it's all domestic. Okay. All domestic. I mean, we'll, okay. We'll ship, yeah. uh, Hawaii, Alaska. Okay. Uh, and then anywhere else, but not we can't export. How expensive is it to ship? Well, it depends on where <laughs> you are. <laughs> In Texas, it's pretty it's pretty reasonable because we can ship it ground. Right. Uh, well, all I know is when when we ship ribs to Alaska. Right. Mm -hmm. That's expensive. <laughs> Yes, it's about nine hundred dollars mm -hmm. to ship it. Is that right? Oh yes. my gosh! Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we wow. we get complaints because you know people expect it to be free shipping, right? Or five dollar shipping. Oh said, yeah. Look, we're not selling socks. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've, I've, you know, to move, this is a perishable yeah, product. To move 15 pounds of meat <laughs> yeah. from Central Texas uh -huh. to you know, Portland, Oregon, yes. within 24 hours. Mm -hmm. That takes some doing. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, Calvin Ricks, uh, I'm sorry, you are absolutely wrong in your assessment of what I just said about people in the courthouse. It is not a mental illness when you do not pay your registration on time and you're faced with a fine and you have a meltdown <laughs> in court. I'm sorry. I resent that. I resent <laughs> the fact that you're saying that I disappoint, that, that I'm minimizing <laughs> mental health issues here. I have never, ever done that, honestly. And Calvin, if you want to come down and tell me that to my face, I'd appreciate it. Because I don't appreciate that kind of comment on our show. Um, this was not a situation where it was a mental illness. It was somebody having a ridiculous overreaction to, uh, uh, you know, not taking care of stuff. If you, you know, here's the thing, people. This is what this is what it infuriates me to no end, right? If you look at like a DMV or things like that, why are people in line for the DMV? Because they didn't take care of their stuff, right? And so, yeah, sure, there's people who have mental illness in this community who might go into uh, the county courthouse for services or needs, and there's a way to deal with that. There's a way to address that. Our law enforcement is becoming very, very well, um, you know, uh, handled with this issue, right? They're learning how to de-escalate de these things. But if you have somebody who's just a normal person who has a meltdown because they're a jerk, have you ever been to CVS and seen that some of the jerks that go through there? Come on, man. Pull yourself together. I don't appreciate those kind of comments, honestly. So, 
Um, you, you can just take yourself off the show. All right, sorry about that. Um, I'm just I don't have I don't have patience for that kind of behavior. So you know we do a lot on this show to talk about mental illness, mental health. Uh, we've had mental health experts on this show, but to say that we minimize it, no, we don't. And part of this stuff that we're de- we're dealing with here on the show here is is focus on improving those things. I've asked every law enforcement person on here, what do you do to mental health? So to, su- to suggest that we minimize that is just bold wrong. So okay, I'm done with my soapbox now. Back to the important <laughs> things here uh, on the day. Um, so this this we're we're gonna have three bonds essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Why? Okay, my only concern was why did I think that it was like going to be more expensive? Was I completely wrong on that, or was it? Did you have an idea it was going to be more expensive, or uh, and it, and then it, and it basically just you guys got it down to a more manageable number? Is that what happened? Did you have like uh, a bigger number in, in mind initially? No, I, no. I would yeah, I would say that we that were really, on the money from the very beginning. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know where, what you know what your perception was before, but I, I had it stuck in my head that it was like sixty million dollars. I was yeah. like always like, well, that seems normal. Yeah, so. from the beginning, once we, I mean, even when we were just developing ideas, mm-hmm. and we didn't right. have solid costs. Right. We, we, you know, working with Peter and some rough envelope. He kind of said it's probably going to be between twenty-five and thirty million dollars. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, a lot of this was think because of our our own philosophies as a as a group you know we were really kind of looking at this recycle reuse right, re, right. you know repurpose philosophy um you know from the beginning we, we were not out there to just figure out how we can make everything new and shiny yeah. and brass knobs mm-hmm. and uh just blow this thing out you know it's our money yeah right. you know we and we, we knew improvements had to be made you know we're, we're business owners mm-hmm. so we know when you've got to make an investment but you also want to do it in, in the most intelligent and conservative way possible. Right, right. right. Um, so, uh, yeah, and I can break down a little bit some of these yeah, costs yeah. that, that we've, we've got in here. So, um, like I said, we had kind of projected uh, between 25 and $30 million. Mm-hmm. Um, happy to say that where we're looking right now, it's going to be somewhere between 28 and $30 million. So we're, okay. we're yep. basically right on the money. Yeah. Um, you've got Proposition A, which is really kind of the courthouse remodel and security. So really okay. what, you're, what you're getting on that is the um, relocating the tax office, you know, expanding out the, the jury room, mm-hmm. expanding out IT, uh, updating and improving the security on this 100-year-old courthouse. Um, well, yes, because um, the county is comprised of 36 different departments. And one of the first things that we uh, recognized when we started touring these 36 departments is the fact that they've they've run out of room. Right. They've got no storage. There's no storage, right? That's yeah. one of the big issues. Yeah. That was a huge, mm-hmm. and which is also part of this this first proposition. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And, yep. and yeah. So storage storage is part of that. And you have to keep a lot of these records forever. Yeah. Right. So you know the. You know, one of the comments is, well, let's digitize it. Mm-hmm. Great. And you can. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that you can digitize. and that can have give, a copy of it. That, that'll give you quick access to it. Right. But by regulation, by law, you have to keep original hard copies of a lot of records. You're right. Uh, you have to keep physical evidence from the sheriff's department. You have to for decades, and some you have to case, right? you have yeah. to store and protect all of our election equipment and voting machines. Yeah, uh, and all of those need mm-hmm. you know 
good centralized storage locations that can be secured and compartmentalized so nobody else can access it. So that's that's part of it. And then the the West Kerr Annex, the, the, the building going over there mm -hmm. for the, the JP4 and the, the West Kerr tax office right. over there by, by Ingram. So all of that uh, is kind of this under one bond for kind of the courthouse okay. remodel. And looking at around just under 15 million on that bond. For that proposition. For, for those projects. That's a, and that's a lot. That's, that's covering a lot of, I mean, that's a lot of yes. bang for your buck, essentially, in that, in that, in that, out, in that out, outlay, I should exactly. say. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Um, the next one is uh, animal services. This right. is Brenda Hughes. <laughs> I was right. about to say, I, I'm not even going to try to talk about, <laughs> try to talk about Do this you, one. The, the plan, and, and Brenda, we, we talked a little bit yesterday about this, and this is, yes. this is a, this has got to be uh, a dream come true in a lot of ways if, if you can get this done. Yeah, and, um, you know, like Chris said, we're not looking for anything extravagant. Mm -hmm. You know, we just need to get into the 21st century. And like it or not, right. um, people expect our leaders to be more compassionate regarding animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we have, we have housed... Uh, you know, the county's been tasked with animal control, and we've, you know, they're housed in a little bitty 1,100-square-foot uh, facility that was donated. It, 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 you know, it's actually a house, and then somebody else came in and donated some kennels. Um, but, you know, we're, we're a population of 52,000, right? and, you know, we need more than eight available kennels. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Um, and and uh, the, the space was so small for the influx of animals that kept coming in that they had no choice but to euthanize for space. Right. And the last thing we want to be able to do. Yes. And, and, so and, and, and this is the other situation, too, is that we've had people here, you know, uh, that hoard animals. And <sighs> next thing you know, you've got to bring all these animals in. So Well, yeah, we've got a trial uh, that's starting tomorrow right. uh, where a person had um, at least 35 animals. Wow. Uh, that, that, you know, it's a cruelty case. Um, and we just need to... We need to get into the 21st century when mm -hmm. it comes to caring for our community pets. Right. And so we didn't, you know, we took, um, I mean, Judge Kelly and, and uh, Peter Lewis, they came uh, with us and toured Atascosa County. Yeah. And. Um, Which, if you can imagine for a minute, folks, I mean, we have some photos of it, but I'm just going to just imagine. It's basically like the ag barn, not the crappy ag barn. The good ag barn, which has the concrete floors mm -hmm. and you can mm -hmm. wash things down, everything like that. As a, as a gigantic animal shelter, that's what that's what it looked like to me. I mean, it really nice, really well done. Yeah, very well done. And um, the uh, the director there is very. Pre he's the one who designed the facility. Mm -hmm. He designed it for growth. Uh, it's got separate air ventilation systems so that uh, you know the 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 cat area. The cats never know that there's dogs. Yeah. The dogs never know there's that cats. there's cats, and the people don't know there's either one yeah. because there's like three separate air ventilation systems. And of course there's a law enforcement presence there, which we would kind of like to see here uh, at, at any um, facility that the county does provided these propositions pass um, is that, you know, 
for the West Kerr Annex, there's, you know, law enforcement presence there. Mm -hmm. There's law enforcement presence at our animal control facility. Um, and and um, it just makes sense. It's not on the it's not on the bond, but that's one where we've we've talked about this before that you know, at what point does that fall under the sheriff? And I think Larry Lethes probably would say, mm, I'll take him, you know. Well, the thing about it is, is is the sheriff's department is usually the first person who's called anyway. Yeah, right. And then they, you know, they in turn, uh, you know, they see what's going on and then they, they call animal control. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of the first step anyway. Um, yeah, I would love to see the, the department fall under Larry. Yep. It may in the future, it may not, but you know, we'll see. Yeah, that would be, that'd be an because you go to well. Atascosa County and the front of their building has a great big sheriff's badge at the front and people coming in the building get the sense that they're walking into a law enforcement complex yep. and their attitude, their mindset changes. You know, you don't get the, the rude, uh, threatening, rambunctious people, you know, who don't want to pay the $50, you know, uh, re, uh, reclamation fee, right. you know, and, and, and I mean, the staff out at the shelter, um, sometimes the, um, um, the behavior from the public borders on abuse. Yeah, the behavior in the public sometimes and that, is ridiculous. And, and that in turn affects their behavior right. and, and, and their attitude and, you know, there's just a better way to do things. Yeah, exactly. Well, and to, and to reemphasize, I mean, animal services is not an optional Right. You service. have to do it, right. This is, this is, this is, requ this is required. And, that, and the, that's cur correct. the current facilities do not pass the, you know, do not meet the requirements. That's right. That are required of the county to, right. to offer that kind of service. And we should be, you know, and, and honestly, like, it's one of those things where we should be, this is the community to me that clearly cares about animals and pets, you know, although some don't, you know, but... You're always going to have that faction of, of folks out there. But, I mean, it's just not representative of who we are as a community, it seems yeah. like. You know, like the, the – and, I, and, I, and, you know, knowing Brenda and, and the Curl Pets Alive folks, I mean, this is – it's not a reflection of who they are. So it's a, it's a tough one. Yeah, and um – Kerrville Pets Alive has done a fabulous job of reducing those euthana uh, euthanasia rates, right. and it's because we've got a partnership with the um, county facility where we can go in there, work as a team, get some of these animals tagged and out of there so that there's space right. for right. more to come in. Right. Because when they run out of space is when they have to euthanize. Yeah, and that's the last thing we want to be able to do. All right, the third part of this is what? Of this, uh, that's proposition B, right? Yep, it's proposition B. So, um, total on that, looking around five point eight million dollars. Okay. Mm -hmm. And and what that is is using new county land, sixteen acres out on Spur One Hundred, um, and uh, building a purpose-built facility yep. out there for animal control. Um, part of the issue with that land out there, uh, it, it was it was hard for any developers to come in there because of some floodplain issues. Mm -hmm. That works great for the county uh, because we can put some of these facilities like the storage building uh, that we talked about in Prop A and the animal services and, and Prop B on some of the high points. Right. Mm -hmm. And then in the low points, uh, you've got area for walking trails uh, for pets and animals. You've got material storage for road and bridge that's right. you know, right. able to expand out into that, to that property. It's all right there in a conveniently, mm -hmm. you know, kind of a central hub almost of, for exactly. county facilities right. between that and then right across the street you have the – the Ag Barn and the Happy State mm -hmm. Bank Expo exactly. Hall and everything like that. So yeah. interesting. And, and that is Prop 3. 
So okay. we've got the Hill Country or Prop C, I guess. Prop Hill, C, right. Hill yeah. Country Youth Event Center Indoor Arena. Right. Uh, th- this is the Crappy Act Barn that yeah. you referred to. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably being yeah. generous there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You are. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I think anybody, the, the challenge here is that there's, there's a large portion of this community that's been in that barn. Uh, it knows that barn and knows that it needs a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And there's right. a portion of this community that's never stepped foot in there in their life and have no use for it. Um, and I think that that's that's a false way of thinking. But, right. I, but I think that, um, you know, some people really have already seen the need and some have not. And so it's about educating on the need. But and that's the thing. Like, I, I think, you know, I'm not into um, I'm not somebody who does agriculture. But, you know, I, I think, though, that those kids that do that stuff and, 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 you know, rodeos are kind of fun to go to as well. Uh, and the other events that go on in there, they need to have a quality space, you know, that's in there. And, and, um, it's all about giving kids opportunities and things like that. I think that would be, it's hard to deny that at that, at that point. So, well, the, I mean, so, I mean, Pete's got a great picture. It's mm-hmm. got, it's got one of the kids out there at, uh, I think it was the 19, 2019. Yeah. Uh, stock show. He's standing inside by his by his sheep and goats. Mm-hmm. Um, inside the building. Inside yeah. the building, holding an umbrella <laughs> to Jeez. protect himself from the leak right. through the roof while his mom's sitting next to him uh, underneath the electrical panel. Oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, if that doesn't sum it up. Yeah. I, I mean, right. it doesn't, it doesn't, there's, there's too many events. There's too many kids and, and, and zero code, zero security, no fire suppression, no, no air quality control. The dirt's contaminated. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's the other half of the building was uh, renovated years ago. And the plan was always to come around at some point and renovate this building. They did it piecemeal. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's time to bite off this. Piece. It was amazing. I was in there for the uh, ag mechanic show uh, uh, last month. And there's these kids in there. There's a kid there who built his own plasma table. Right. Wow. Amazing piece of technology, you know, obviously an industrial project of, 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 of extreme. And it's shoved into the into this crappy ag barn where the ceiling's coming down. There's water dripping everywhere, you know, and it's like this is just not this is not where this is not where we belong. You know, this is not where we this is not not a good look for. Well, our and, and for those, I mean, it is it is, you know, the hub for the ag uh, ag shows and, and ag community, but what people that aren't a part of that need to understand is that it is more than that. And with the renovations, one of the main ones being concreting that floor, yeah, right. It, it becomes so much more. Mm-hmm. And and talking to the management there at the uh, at the event center with that concrete floor and these upgrades, they can rent out that facility twice as much three times as much per year mm-hmm. yeah about 45 more events right. per year and, and that that's money coming in to, to right. eat at, right you can know, you can yeah. supersize your your uh your your your, yeah. your trade days there uh brenda you can yeah. make it even bigger so there's there's you know there of all the projects mm-hmm. you yeah. know this one actually has an roi yeah you know, we haven't oh, done absolutely. the ma- we haven't done the math on that yet because we just got the numbers, but there there is a number, there is an ROI yeah. on this yeah. project. And See, I would argue too that the, the the Hill Country Youth Event Center is one of those things too, where I think also that if you think about the events that go on in the Expo Hall, right, uh, I think it should be even expanded even more fully, you know, into a bigger conference facility and and push it, you know, even towards the river a little bit. I mean. 
because you look at that too like the other part of that is like you know if you had it as could you put in basketball courts in there could you put in volleyball courts yeah. in there could you do those something because those are the things where it, it would just be jammed up all the time yeah you know one you got a great it's an easy location great parking great venue you know i mean to me the roi on that is pretty significant mm-hmm. and it's already used extensively already because it's yes. the one big space we have in the in the, in the county. So yeah, if you've got it, if you've got a concrete floor instead of a contaminated dirt floor, yeah. I mean the options are unlimited. I mean, you could truck in dirt if you yeah. want to have an indoor rodeo. Well, that they that do would be the plan. Yeah, yeah you do yeah. that. They do. They're doing that right now in San Antonio at the yeah. Alamo Dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell, they built a, built a NASCAR track in the floor of the <laughs> L.A. Coliseum. They can do anything. You know, it's amazing what they can do with these things. So well, in the third tier of this is, uh, it's I mean, it's a huge part of the county's emergency management mm-hmm. plan right I mean, this this, this oh, is, absolutely right this yeah. is the evacuation site for Kerrville ISD right. this is the evacuation yes. site for uh, the city this mm-hmm. is the evacuation site for one of the counties down on the coast yeah well um, and when and, and other yeah when when other cities evacuate here mm-hmm. this is where they that's where they go you, yeah. you you know we get it it's been a while but we've right. had we've had brush fires out in, yep. in West Kerr that you got to get people out where yeah. you, you're gonna go sleep on the the 40 year old dirt right manure contaminated you know we've you know we saw it in COVID. 40 years of fecal matter yeah yeah no covid where you had to have a centralized place for 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 people we were talking about the time was yesterday with with, uh with uh, mindy wendley about the same issue you know like the fact that why do you need an emergency operations center well it's like think about this in the the last you know i've been here for almost two and a half years now Mm -hmm. In my two and a half years, we've had, let's see, three wet weather events, yep. you know, two major winter storms, mm-hmm. a major sort of almost tornado-like thing that happened. Uh, and then you also had COVID. Right. You know, and the Ag Barn has played a, a vital role in all of those events um, going forward. And um, and it's like, what you know, what, what's next? You know, is it a fire? Is it is it a flood? I mean, what, what, what <laughs> knock on wood, yeah. is none of it. But, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where – We've already seen it. Mm-hmm. We've already we've already lived it in the last two and a half years. So. Well, and that's you know, one of one of Pete's uh, gripes has been calling it the Ag Barn versus the Event Center. Yeah, and right. It, but, I, but I think that's the mindset yeah. is that it is the Ag Barn, right? And, and that's what we're trying to do here is, yeah, there's going to be Ag events there. Yeah, but it is not the Ag Barn. It's right. an Event Center. It's an right. Event Center. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it can be so much more. For yeah. this well, county they, than they, it is right they've now. even had to hold court there when there was all that you know social distance yeah. distancing stuff going yeah. on in fact at least lucy wilkie i think actually preferred it she told me yes. you know, she and she she liked it because it was yeah. more spread out it was more there's more room and you know it was a it was she and she kind of liked it over there but i think you know it's it, it you need to have that kind of space for i mean what else can you have a renaissance fair midget wrestling and roller derby yeah. and and uh the a radio guys show. a craft <laughs> show all in the same place in the same weekend you know it's yeah. a, it's it's really uh, an amazing situation so so this went well yesterday i guess i think it went well so with the with the event center proposal we have some pretty hard costs on the others on this one we have hard costs but we really came with with options mm-hmm. so there was kind mm-hmm. of a uh, three-tiered options right. you know, or menu of options right. and one of them would be I mean they're all going to ha- uh, be up to code um, some of the options included kind of a full HVAC AC system um, versus, versus a more of a, a gas heat and fan system which would be comparable to the to the show barn the existing facilities right. next door uh, we're looking at 
Uh, I think we've got emergency generators in all of the mm -hmm. plans. Uh, we're looking at some rainwater catchment. You've got 4-H classrooms uh, and kitchen facilities mm -hmm. out there. So some of these are a little bit of, of, of picking and choosing that the uh, commissioners are going to need to get some feedback on. We're going to need to get some feedback mm -hmm. on and see where it is. But the range was around seven and a half million on the low end yeah. to nine million on, on the, the top end. end. Personally, I think it's probably going to wind up in the middle, Falling right around, eight, the middle. Right around and, eight million. And and the other part of this too is remind the reminder that Judge Kelly is holding on to five five to ten million dollars in federal funding mm -hmm. from from the American um, you know Recovery Plan Act, and and his his thing is like I want to spend that on two things the act you know on the fixing the things in the that we need to fix in the ag barn that are safety related. And two, uh, or the, the radios, center, the radios for the sheriff's department, right. which is going to be three or four million dollars. Yeah. So, um, so there is that little bit of a extra bonus too, which which you know basically is free money, even though people think they're going to be enslaved by it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, so this is a pretty reasonable deal. Is there concern though that I mean, here we are. This is a very conservative county. Obviously, we've talked about that before. Um, this was a county that rejected. Um, the proposition that would basically make it easier for counties to spend money um, on things like this through certificates of obligation and things like that, or certificates of uh, participation, I guess, or obligation, whatever. Obligation. Uh, what um, what uh, what's your feeling on on the temperature on this with with the with the uh, the voters? Especially since they're going to be asked to pay for, you know, the Kerrville voters will be asked for a $45 million bond. Mm -hmm. So what's yeah. the temperature like? What do you think? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that bond fatigue is definitely going to be one of the challenges mm -hmm. uh, that, that we're going to have to work through. Uh, I think separating you know, in, in people's mind that don't have an understanding of how county and city mm -hmm. government and school government mm -hmm. works. Right. Separating school bonds from city bonds, from county bonds, and, and understanding who those uh, impact. Um, that's just part of the education and, and, and marketing campaign mm -hmm. for this. I think if, if people see the issues and they see the needs, then they generally get behind it. Mm -hmm. the, the challenge is our county and our county employees do such a good job of putting a smile on right. and a good face and yeah. working in these conditions right. mm -hmm. uh, that it just doesn't look like it's a problem. It mm -hmm. just, it's just kind of gets swept under the rug. It's, it's, it's out of sight. It's out of mind. Um, and I mean, other than Brenda, how many people have actually been into the, you know, the inner workings of the, of the animal right. Uh, right. services facility? Right. Right. Uh, how many people have seen the IT department? Right. Um, but I think what people need to understand. I don't want to see it because yeah. it's going to be upset me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I many people aren't allowed to see right. the yes. IT department. That's so, right. um, you know, it's just hidden. But you know, th this is not, I think people are afraid of government expansion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, rightfully so. But I think that people need to understand that this is not an expansion of government services. You know, this is an upgrade and a reorganization this is getting us to where we need to be that, right. that where we need to be mm -hmm. of our existing services yeah. and we've you know we've patched I, I applauded the commissioners and their predecessors mm -hmm. uh, yesterday for their conservative spending habits right uh, but but over the last 30 years the the patching and the conservative mm -hmm. spending has gotten us to this point yeah where we can't 
can't kick the can down the road right. anymore. We've, we've got to address these issues. Bobby Templeton said it best too. It's like you know we can be conservative all we want, but the truth of the matter is that we haven't we haven't taken care of this for a long, long time, right. and that's well, not conservative know, we, necessarily. Well, and we we are you know we are going to spend this money. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know this these these are many of these are not optional. Right. You know it's it's going to be spent one way or the other. And, you know, we, we have to move, we have to expand the jury room. We have to move the tax office. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We so have to get animal services up to code. We have to have county storage. There's not another nook and cranny where documents can be stored. So it's like, it's got to be done. I don't, I don't know how else to tell you, you know, to do it. Right. The, the bond is going to be the cheapest, most efficient way to do this. If we don't do it through that. You know, right. Yeah, how's it going to happen? How's it going to happen, right? And we've been doing, <laughs> oh, for the last several months, we've been doing tours to really uh, anybody that would like one, mm -hmm. you know, that, 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 that isn't comfortable voting on those propositions until they are better educated, yeah. uh, more so than what we've already done. We are happy to take you on a tour of each and every facility so that you can see it for yourself right because we can talk all you want but until you know i took over 400 pictures yeah and yeah. pictures speak a thousand words and every presentation that we've done you know they'll sit there and listen but when you show a picture and they actually see it they just are, like I said, they're horrified. Yeah, horrified, right. Yeah. I was horrified by it. You so know. we will. We the will break room at the uh, Ingram Annex is like basically uh, <laughs> not even a closet. The, it's like the, 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 the lawn chair by the uh, propane tank. Yeah, right. Yeah, with the cigarette ashtray. <laughs> yeah, right. Perfect. So, but I, I would encourage everyone that when you go into these county facilities to look around. Look, yeah. look around with your own eyes. Look around with fresh eyes. You know, see what some of these things are. Uh, as well as, yeah, you know, seeing's believing. We can tell you yeah. all you want. You know, go go look for yourself. Uh, I think as a part of our efforts uh, to, to educate people on this throughout the, the spring and summer, we, you know, we will be doing some more tours. Uh, also, we're getting a website up, mm -hmm. and uh, a lot a lot of the pictures will be on yeah. the website. It'll be a narrated. Uh, it'll be it'll be it'll be like a yes. like a, a a nature safari with uh, Brenda Hughes. Look at <laughs> exactly. the look at look at the horrifying <laughs> conditions here. Be the jungle rat. Well, uh, right. Uh, you know the thing about it is is I wouldn't be so passionate about it if it weren't a health and safety issue, and right. that for me is the big thing. Exactly. Is it is it is now to the point where it's impacting the public's health and safety, and it's impacting the uh, staff's right. health and safety. Uh, thank you, too, for being here. I appreciate it very much. It's Thanks been good talking to you guys. Yep. Uh, just a couple quick reminders. Um, look, check out, take a look at this, guys. This is really cool. Uh, this is the Broken Arrow um, website. <laughs> uh, not the movie with uh, Christian Slater and uh, Tra Travolta, but uh, the, the ranch. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy yeah. Stewart. Oh, that's true, right? <laughs> uh, Jimmy Stewart. Better movie. Uh, there you go. Uh, look at this. There's like a tomahawk thing. It's cool. Um, it's just a great site. Uh, I'm glad that I just, I'm, I'm really hungry now. South Texas antelope hamburger patties. Wild boar chop ready to pack. There it is. This is kind of <laughs> awesome. Uh, and there's a, there's a picture of the whole family. Great stuff. Good stuff as well. And then, of course, don't forget about Buzzy's Barbecue uh, <laughs> as well. Uh, and um, what are the, when, when is your next... Um, your next uh, event, by the way, when's your next uh, trade trade event? Your your first Saturday in March. First Saturday in yes. March, we'll be uh, we'll back over at the Hill Country Youth Event Center, um, yes. and uh, 
enjoying that. Will, will we will we full like we had last time? You had well, you had one one show that was just completely jam packed. Well, our, right? our our fall season, mm-hmm. which is basically September, October, November, December, those are always bigger shows for us. Right. The spring show, you know, there's there's uh, probably a little more than half the attendance of what we have in the fall show. Wow. But okay. all I know is I I just went through four storage units and I have about 2,000 DVDs to oh. get rid of. <laughs> yeah, get rid of those. <laughs> yeah, rid get rid of, of those and get rid of all the yeah. weird stuff that Buzzy has too. <laughs> right. Uh, well, I'm saving that for our Man Fest. Man Fest, we've got to do. we got to do Man Fest. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for joining us here on a Tuesday. Have a good rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow here at Back with the Lead Live. Rachel Fitch will be on tomorrow. Uh, Thursday, Delane Sigerman will be back on the show. Friday, I don't know, I'll just talk about the Super Bowl because I'm so <laughs> excited about it. I'm looking forward to it, so... Uh, and I'm serious about that too. I love, I love the NFL. And I, uh, look, I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, I got a feeling I'm a Rams fan, but I got a feeling that that sneaky Joe Burrow might do something. If I'm a betting man, I might be betting on this, on the, uh, Bengals. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for joining us here. We'll see you guys again tomorrow.